This is a homebrew podcast. Hey, hold up, guys. Huh? Wait, what? Why? What are you talking about? We are literally in a battle. We only cleared out a few people. I know, I know. But one of our new crew members showed me how to print these quick and educational cards that go on walls and pillars. Runnel, I do not think now is the time for all that. It's the perfect time. We need to show others how to kill these dinosaurs if they fight them. They might be back. Maybe they can clone them? Rapid growth clone dinosaurs? I think everyone in this war knows how to fight, Grundle. Fine, fine. Let me just finish this one real quick. I think it's the most important. You know, it'll really fill in the gaps. Alright, it's complete. Huh. You just drew a green stick figure beating stuff with a giant hammer. Yep, that's how you beat a T-Rex. That's how I've always done it. It's elegant, but primitive. I know. I learned from the best. Thanks for teaching me, and welcome to the crew, Caveman Mark. I get that one. Why'd you draw that giant dick? Hey everybody, Carl here. Welcome back. Last time on The Homebrew. I tried to have a talk with Oliver about what he did to Zaldwin, but he just didn't seem like the same Oliver. Zaldwin came over and had a few choice words for him as well, but after their exchange, Zaldwin did something incredible. He turned and reincarnated all of our fallen allies, and then reformed them into crystal dragons before our eyes. We quickly redirected our troops now that we had this massive army of dragons at our side, and we proceeded to the next target, and that's when we ran into it. It called itself the God Slayer, whatever it was, and with it was a squad of Baylor demons. It told us we had to sacrifice one of ourselves to it for judgment, but none of us seemed too keen to volunteer. It was pretty clear we were going to have to fight our way out of this one. So let's get back to it. The first of these giant winged demons from exile is going to uh, take to the air, beat its wings, begin flying. They're 30 feet in the air and they move forward slightly. And then at your feet, you see fire begin to swell underneath you. Oliver and Zalduin. Uh, You do not take any damage yet. You will at the start of your next turn, unless you've had a chance to move out of it. Uh, This fire begins to form at your feet and begins to form a pillar that shoots all the way up into the air. The next demon is going to do the same thing. Begin flying, this time only a five-foot square of fire. Uh, summoning fire at Gray's feet this time. A pillar of fire underneath you, Gray. And these don't count as spells, right? This is not a spell, no. This is an ability. And then the same for the third demon. Uh, and it is going to, this time, create a 20-foot space. And it is going to start. And it is going to launch this pillar of fire, summon from this rune, uh, in contrast with the commander, the uh, the blue glowing runes and the clean polished metal this thing is made of, these are dark orange and red runes. Uh, you recognize them from your time in exile and the fire spits into the air from the runes. That brings us to Nivets. Well, shit, that's not good. 
Um, that's pretty far off at the moment. Alrighty. How big is this area? Man, a single one of them is 20 feet. <sighs> Alright, Nivet's gonna move in ring for his spell, and he's gonna cast Chain Lightning. Because I'm thinking Nivets would know that these guys probably don't take holes lots of fire damage. Gut feeling. <laughs> Whatever makes you think that? Um, you know, fire, hellfire, uh, thing, the burning, and all the other uh, <laughs> bullshittery out there. Who are you casting Chain Lightning on? Uh, big boy. Okay. And then it's going to bounce to the... It is going to use its legendary resistance to succeed that save, which is going to what? activate oh its special ability. Oh, no. Parry spell. Oh, God! You know, that's just some bullshit. Um, it did not It did not trigger the instance which would cause it to reflect back at you. So you are safe there, but it takes no damage. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Well, that, that, that's... <laughs> well, burn to LR. That, 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 that's okay. Nivitz is actually going to move a little bit away from... Not very far, because everybody's kind of spread out and around me. He's going to move a little bit, but that's Nivitz's turn. You'll thank me for the big map later, I assure you. Well, I, 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 I'm sure I will, but... Carl. Yeah, Carl's going to hand over uh, my spell storing device to my treasure boy and I will race forward casting um, haste on myself as I move. Okay. The tension is high. Grundle's up next unless Carl's doing anything else. Grundle will also drink a potion of haste and I don't I don't have to rage again because I already raged once today. <laughs> I already raged once today. But he will race forward. Okay. And I think that's all I got. Okay. Right now, I'm not super thrilled about the giant battlefield, but I'll take your word for it. (laughs) This massive creature is going to plant its feet, drop into a position, and then with surprising speed is going to rush forward towards Oliver. As it does so, the runes on its armor begin to glow, and above it you see these glyphs are formed into the air. They seem to be marking these different spells one by one. We're going to do one on Oliver, one on Zalduin, and one on Grundle. Oliver and Grundle, please make a DC 19 dexterity saving throw. It's an 8 for Oliver. What kind of throw? A wisdom saving throw for Grundle? Dexterity. Oh, a 10. Shit. Both of you are marked. Is it something I could see coming? I'd have advantage, but it'd only be a 13. Yeah, you did see it coming. Uh, Both of you are marked with the retributive glyph. While you're marked, every time you hit something with a attack, you take 11 damage. Okay. This is till the end of your next turn. Oof. Zaldwin, you need to make a one, two, you need to make a DC 24 wisdom saving throw or be teleported to 15 feet. That's a 14. Uh, but, ooh, do I... Hold on one second. Do you have advantage against bullshit like that? Oh, I have proficiency. I don't have advantage. So, mm. technically, that's with my proficiency bonus, which is six. That's a 20, so I still biff it. You have a plus six to wisdom? Uh, slippery mind. Nice. Gotcha. 
So you are pulled, slippery mind, that's too funny. So you are pulled to within 15 feet of him. Uh, so this is just gonna put you right up next to Oliver and they are going to attack you once with their glaive, Zaldwin. Ooh, 37 for 42 damage. Uh, I'm gonna use my uncanny dodge to half that. Good idea. One on Oliver, a 30. 30 actually hits. For 54 damage. 22, 26 damage. 27, but. <laughs> yeah. And then it is going to hurl its disc at Gray. Does a th- uh, 38, I'm assuming, hits? Unless there's any bullshit. Uh, I do not believe I have any available bullshit. Yeah, I'm gonna take this opportunity to help myself and to help him. Okay. Where are they? Um, pretty sure he's within 30 feet. He is. Uh, Oliver jumps to his aid. Got it. And takes the attack. Okay. So, so I take... 27. Yep. 27 force damage and make a DC 25 wisdom saving throw, which I think will require crit for you. Um, that's what you think. Um, but it's... Ah, I only have 13. I'm gonna try with the um, Don't you have advantage? Oh, foresight. Foresight. Yours you have advantage. Foresight. Oh, yeah! I didn't say anything before because you rolled like an eight and a three. No, yeah. Okay, so... I still have eight are... hours. Fuck. I'm still fucking buff as fuck right now. It's a ninth level spell. They're very powerful. Yeah. So you are not affected by this disc. It cuts into you and then he pulls it back. Gray, you prepare for the worst and then look up and see Oliver standing in front of you. It pulls the disc back to itself, looks around at each of you, says, option, put forth the sacrifice, option, eradication. And if there's no response, then the next demon is going to fly forward 30 feet in the air again, and is going to create a pit of hellfire below Oliver and Gray. Uh, got another 20. That makes some big brain moves. <laughs> that brings us to Tevian. Uh, Tevin's going to take low flight land over here uh, to the left. Um, he's then going to open fire on the demon close far, but he's the demon closest to him. <laughs> and Jury's going to Jury's going to sound. He's going to crank. He's going to crank the Goss rifle, lower the power output, and uh, go for a more steady shot. And he's going to fire one thirty-two for sixteen. Yeah. I'm going to add a superiority die to that for another okay. seven damage. Watch your ass, Zaldwin! And Zaldwin can move half your movement speed without provoking any attacks of opportunity right now. Which is 40, because I'm fucking hasted. Getting the fuck out of there. And then I'm going to fire again. Oh, that's a 15. Damn. I'm going to fire again. 30 for that 17. Is. Right! Get moving! And I'm going to use another superiority dice to allow him to move as well. Five more damage, and I'm gonna use Watch Your Ass again. Perfect. Right, so trust me to three superiority dice left, and that will end his turn. Okay. Oliver's gonna take how much damage in the? You need to make a... Dex. There's right. a DC, ooh, 23 dex save. I crit on my save. They're variable saves, everyone, so they that's why the saves are, di- are different. Yeah, I'll have to... I'd have to crit, so... Well, oh, you can oh, do con so... or dex. Wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, what's sorry, your, sorry. What's your con bonus? Because I'll let you keep that 17. 
Um, it's uh, 11, so. Okay. So you can roll dex or con. I said that wrong. Oh. That's why I'm taking the hit on that. So okay. that's going yeah. to be. So, uh, 17, uh, 28. Divided by half, 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 half. So 11 damage is what you take. Okay. Because you are resistant to all damage and yes. you made the save. Yes. Okay. So Oliver's uh, stim plants are going to protrude from his shoulders and stab into the joints around his neck armor. Um, he's going to use a potion of speed and haste himself. Okay. That's going to give him a little extra movement, a little extra armor. He's going to close the gap on this guy and try and fight him. Okay. Try and fight him. <laughs> yep. Swing a 23. Oh, 30. I have, uh, I have um, foresight, so that's a 30. You got foreskin, baby. 27 and 26 for 16, 11, and 11. All three of those hit. Oh, <laughs> shit. I was just removing ah! your health. I'm so sorry. I I'm clicked dying! the wrong thing. <laughs> you do take 11 damage each time you hit him, though. Yes, yes, yes. So that's a... Uh, that was so, so Would funny. that still be halved because I'm resistant to it? Uh, you take 11 force damage. So if you have resistance to force damage, then you take half of that. Okay. So five, five, five. Yep. Cool. Minus 15. Of course I just hurt myself a lot. Does make sense? Of course. I like how you started your turn in a literal hellfire. We're too tough to like be hurt by it. And then just go start (laughs) punching him through this. Like, like as you're hitting him, lightning is arcing off of his armor and like striking you. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and and then I'm going to as yeah as my bonus action I'm going to use second wind. Okay. Um, and that is twenty five. At the end of your turn, he is going to also lightning is going to strike out and hit all the little bits of metal that have fallen off of him, and he's going to suck them back to himself, and he is going to heal for fifty one points of damage. Oof. Using his legendary action. That brings us to Zaldwin. Zaldwin's going to close the distance. You running through those spells? Uh, do I... Are, are they ground-oriented? They're they're from the ground to the... They're, they're pillar. pillars. They're pillars. Okay. Um, then I have to re-strategize. I thought they were, like, holes in the ground. No, they're pillars of necrofire going from the uh, ground all the way up. As far as they can go. Okay. I still have a shit ton of movement. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I have 80 times 2, which is 160, right? Uh-huh. If I'm If I'm dashing uh, using my bonus action. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to f- move my token over here, but I'm flying in. I'm beating him with a irradiated blade. Uh-huh. It's a 26 to hit. That hits. For 27, um, plus my sneak, uh, plus 46. Wonderful. And I will swing another energy sword at him. 25 to hit for a 23 radiant. The 25 hits. And a good old tail attack. It seems like the radiant damage isn't quite doing what you'd expect it to do. That's a 15 on the tail attack. That does not hit. Uh, but he is wreathed in irradiated energy. Mm. Okay. At the end of your turn, this creature is going to... Can I... I'm sorry. Can I Can I Hermes? 
Oh yeah, sorry, I always forget Hermes. I I forget Hermes as well. Uh, Hermes is gonna Eldritch Blast at it. Nothing fancy. Okay. 19 to hit. It does not hit. Okay. At the end of your turn, the God Slayer is going to hurl its runic disc at Mr. Goy. 31 to hit. That does hit. For 31 force damage. Ow. And a DC 25 wisdom saving throw. Waltz. Let's do it. Nope. You cannot cast spells for one minute. You can repeat that saving throw at the end of each of your turns to end the effect. Uh, the DC goes down by five every time you fail it. So next, at the end of your next turn, the DC will be 20. Does it end my current spell? Uh, the way it's written, no. You do need to make a concentration saving throw. I was about throw, to say, though. I need to make a concentration. DC 15 constitution saving throw? Yeah. Is this a sp- uh, This isn't a spell, correct? No, this is its weapon. It's rune, yeah, it's weapon. It's rune disc. Gotcha. Yep. Damn. I lost concentration. Uh, so that ends your spell. Yep. Balls. Low rolls. Ten on both of those. Yeah. Uh, chalk that 31 damage up, and then Gray, it's your turn. Uh, Gray is gonna try to level the playing field a little bit. Um, Gray is going to move forward about 25 feet. Mm-hmm. And Gray is going to cast Banishment on one of these demons. All right. All right. As an Austin classic, back for the finale. (laughs) Coming in clutch with the Banish. Everyone loves Austin (laughs) Banish. You know it. You love it. Tried and true. Let's see. One, two, three. First introduced by the legendary Mordecai. (laughs) Uh, Gray is actually going to move up a little higher um, than that. Okay. Um, and is going to cast it at a sixth level spell, targeting three of the demons. Woo! God damn. All Come right. on, baby. Come on, baby. What's, Come on, what's the save? Mama. The save is 21. Of uh, What's the wisdom or charisma? Charisma. Uh, it is a charisma saving throw. Ooh, they have plus six to their charisma. Come on, low rules. Fail. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. Ooh, they have advantage. Success. Fail. Yes. Fail. Yes. All right. That is right. a massive swing on the battlefield. They're not coming back. They're not from here. Uh, and Gray is going to move back behind Grundle. Nice move, Gray. I understand why. You killed him just by looking at him. Gray goes to uh, pat Grundle on the butt and caresses his uh, frying pan. Oh, see the <laughs> tink. <laughs> tink, tink. Go get him, big guy. The Godslayer, infuriated by your hubris, is going to hurl its disc at you, Gray. 33 for 44 force damage. God, even if I shield with everything, it's a th- I can get my AC up to 32. Yeah, I guess I have I have to take it because um, I can't do. One second, I think I have maybe something. Austin and bullshit. His second most popular thing. <laughs> Pulling out all the bullshit. Banishment and bullshit. The story of Austin Brady. Banishment, bullshit, and Brady. A talk show by yeah. Austin Brady. <laughs> 
Uh, no, I don't. I don't have any bullshit, unfortunately. Damn. Okay. Take your forty-four damage like a good little simic hybrid, and give me a DC twenty-five wisdom saving throw. I don't know what your plus four is. Uh, the plus four is only when I'm in Blade Song to uh, for for concentration. For concentration. Okay. Uh, yeah. You so almost that's a made it. Twenty-two. Flash of genius. Okay, you cannot cast skills for one minute. What's Flash of Genius do? That's five. Plus five. Roll. Hey, and it's within 30 feet of you, right? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> just, just in range. Uh, great. You are not. You are not magic suppressed. My butthole's clenched tight. Yeah. Mr. Goy. Uh, Goy is rethinking his turn with this now confuzzling. Uh, no casting effect, which I gotta remake that save, right? Is that at the beginning or in my turn? At the end of your turn. Okay, I just wanted to figure that out real first. Show me with your heel gun! Alright, so then, I guess Goy will use his feel good gun on who needs it the most. Uh, actually, Gray at the Tev. moment. Tev is just a little bit farther back, so... I, I can't even see Zaldwin. Where is Zaldwin? Oh, he's right in front of me. Alright, I'm gonna use a... Goy's gonna load a potion of superior healing into his dark gun and smack Gray in the buttocks for 31. That was the most incredible roll. Ooh, look at all the three, oh, two, four, four, three, three, four, four. That was a Above 31. average. Well above. Well average. above. Take my magic away. Still keep these boys alive. Take my magic away. And for that. I, I don't know if I can do that, but Goy's gonna move, and that'll be his turn. Alright. One of the remaining Balors who made their save is going to create hell on Grundle and Grey. Dark glowing runes appear below your feet, Grundle, and then shoot into the air. It is then going to... It's 50 feet... Do you have a question? It is going to fly forward, beat its wings, and fly forward. Yes, sir. How can I help you? Those pillars of the, the whatever, the great hells, so those pillars of fire, do they uh -huh. disappear when the previous ballars disappeared? Or are they a nope. permanent status? Okay. They're not permanent. I do also believe you accidentally got rid of Zaldwin, too. I see him here. I see. He's between Hermes oh. and Nivets. I don't see him. Let me refresh <laughs> <laughs> Between yeah, Hermes and Nivets. Well, if I get, well, he's not. If I get rid of Zaldwin, it'll be on purpose. <laughs> Damn. Wow. I'm wow. joking. Hey, make your wisdom saving throw, Koi. DC 20. We forgot that. Thank you. Yes. Okay. Wow, 14. Okay. Low DC 15. Okay. For your next one. Uh, Nivets, go ahead and take your turn while Austin refreshes. Alrighty. Alright. <sighs> Nivets is going to look at... Well, let me check make sure that's within range. It would help if I had Nivets open and not Goy. It's like, where'd my spell go? See if I can make the distance. No. Nivets can't close the distance he needs there. Wait, can he? Double check my... Nope, I can't. Can Nivets is going to move a little bit closer. He's going to cast a different spell than he wanted to. Okay. And... Doo -doo -doo. Oh, I know what I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Nivets is going to look at Oliver and be like, beat their ass! And he's going to cast a large on Oliver. Oh my. 
the giant Oliver. Giant. So Oliver. you're now one size larger, and you de- your your weapons do D4 extra damage. Because you got big ass fists now. Not that you didn't before, but they're just even bigger, bigger ass fists. Even bigger. Love it. And yeah, that'll be Nivitz's turn. Okay. Carl. Carl's going to rush this Baylor. Okay. He's 30 feet in the air. I can fly. I have my flying shoesies. I can fly with my flying shoes. Hover boots. Hip hip. They can fly for four hours all at once over several short bursts using at least one minute. Okay. That, that could get so incremental, it's crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I almost never would ever run out of four total hours of one-minute bursts. Right. Unless I was just flying around all day for fun, you know. I can show you the world. <laughs> and then I will whip out the old Terran head clipper, and I will attack. Okay. Chainsaw to a demon. Oof. A Oof. nine. I don't have advantage. All right, so for my second attack... Be a thirty. There it is. There you go. For fifteen. You got one. My third attack because I'm hasted. Yeah. Thirty-one for sixteen. Beautiful. Not great rolls, but at least it's working. Yeah. I mean, you got two extra d4s on both of those. And then for Grundle's turn, he will roll some kind of a save for the Hellfire. That's going to be a DC twenty Dexterity saving throw. You can see it's coming, I imagine. Or con, or con, or con, or con. Dex or con. Well, I think he'll take con then. 26 for half. Okay. Yeah, so 22, 22. Half necrotic, half fire. And you're also resistant to fire. So, six. (laughs) What is that? 17 damage. Seven, yeah, I was just about to say, okay, so 17. Okay. And then Grundle will race forward to the demon as well. And. He'll let him have it. How are you getting up there? 30 feet in the air. Oh, I forgot he was uh, blind. Well, then I guess he will join Oliver. Okay. Whoa! So did the boy wonder. Yeah, Carl just went flying too. Whoa! He is an international intergalactic man of mystery after all. You never know what he's going to do next. (laughs) Okay. A 10, a 27, 23. Uh, The 23 does not hit. The 27 does hit. And a 27. So four attacks from Grundle because he's hasted. Looks like two of them hit. Okay. And you take 22 force damage. Correct. As the uh, retributive glyphs spark out and hit you with lightning on each hit. Like how both Oliver and Grundle were like, don't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah, don't give a fuck at all. That becomes the God Slayer's turn. First thing they're going to do is step into the ethereal plane, folding out of existence and then appearing behind Zaldoen. If you would like to read the flavor of that ability, I think it's actually kind of funny in a very dark kind of way. The runes are going to crackle and spark. You're the ones who said he was a sacred animal, not me. The runes are going to crackle and spark into the air, targeting Nivitz, Goy, and Tevian this time. Nivitz, Goy, Tevian. So on Nivitz, you need to make a DC dexterity DC 22 dexterity saving throw. Goy, you need to make a DC 21 constitution saving throw. And Tevian, you need to make a DC 21 wisdom saving throw. Nibitz's dex. That did not work. Tevian, you are pulled to the god slayer. Goy, you are the victim of the stupefying... Uh, what was Goy's save he's supposed to do? 
Goy was uh, constitution. Darn. 14. So, Goy, you are blinded and deafened, as well as unable to cast spells. You're getting your fucking shit ring. And Nivitz is under the effects of the retributive uh, glyph. So you take damage every time you damage the God Slayer. The God Slayer is going to make a energy glaive attack. Uh, one on Zaldwin. I crit. I'm sorry. Uh, he doesn't crit because no uh, enemies can have advantage on me. Well, he still crits. That was his on the dice he crit. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. No, that certainly does uh, crit. Uh, never no mind. enemy can ever have advantage on you or just can't surprise you? Can't have advantage on me. Um, ever? For any reason? Well, since we're close enough now, though, Nivitz is going to do silvery barbs. Beginning at level 18, uh, wow. no attack roll has advantage against me while I'm not incapacitated. But our dear boy Nivitz is uh, silvery barbsing me. Yeah. Let's make it not a crit. Make this not a crit. He crits for crits again. (laughs) So (laughs) for more damage. That becomes a twenty-nine instead. That still hits. Yeah. That means less damage. Uh, but I'm gonna use my reaction to have the damage. Okay. So how much? So you're taking uh twenty-eight or twenty-six damage. Twenty-six. The Godslayer is going to turn to Nivitz and hurl out his disc. Does a twenty-two hit you? Yes. Uh, please succeed a DC 25 wisdom saving throw. Well, this has not been that kind of night. Nivitz can't succeed that unless he crits. You could crit. You were close, baby. You almost were oh, close. Uh, the God Slayer looks at you. Do not interrupt. Your time will come. And then they are going to strike down at Zaldwin again. 33 for 51 damage. I already used my reaction, so your boy is down to uh, f- fuck me to death HP. You're up? I'm impressed you're up. That's that's good stuff. Can't even, can't I'm impressed I'm up. <laughs> the, I'm surprised. You're surprised? I'm surprised. The Balor is going to... Uh, the second demon is going to fly up and is going to create hell under... Uh, Nivitz and attempt to try and get Hermes in this too. Yeah, it's a 20 foot space. And that brings us to Tevian. Imagine if there were four Balars filling this up with Necrofire. It would get it would get pretty hectic. That was the idea. Seeing the punishment being delivered onto his patron, Tevian stands straight, drops the jury, reaches down to the holster on his hip, and pulls forth the legendary handgun executioner and slides around into the cartridge, spins it. Oh no. Are you sure? And first, first, his first shot, he just fires in a regular round, fires forth. 27? That hits. Gotta roll a 21 wisdom saving throw or be drawn to me by divine providence i fail i also tend to wisdom i also know any immunities resistances or vulnerabilities that he might have i learn the creature's alignment i learn if there's spells affecting it i learn if the creature's emotional state i can detect both its surface thoughts and something large that looms in its mind such as a strong love hatred or fear the target knows that i'm probing his mind 
the God Slayer is immune to any effect that would sense its emotions, read its thought, as well as any divination spell that it refuses and any spell that would charm or alter its mental state. It is inscrutable. All right. Well, he clicks back the hammer. Scrutinous. That's what you should say. And he stares at the God Slayer still. He says, one of us will be judged today. Can you guess which one? And as you look, if you look down the barrel, you see the glow of an ancient round. And he fires the reckoning. I'm going to add uh, 14 essence into this. Every essence, that every point of essence that I have. Plus a d6. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Since he's under the influence of the executioner. Uh-huh. For five more. So that's uh, 20. 20? 19. Right? Or 20. 19. 20 uh, yeah, yeah, 19 plus my d20. Uh-huh. To hit? No. It, there's the rolling what happens depending on what I roll on the d20. My heart's beating really hard. Okay. Will you link that ability? Yes. Link the ability before you make the roll, because I want to see what we're yes. dealing with here. I don't quite remember. Yeah. So when I roll the reckoning, I roll a d20 plus a d6 since uh, I add a d6 in essence to the executioner. And then I roll a d20. If I roll a natural one, I am instantly disintegrated. Okay. If I roll a natural 20, I disintegrate the enemy. Yeah. If I roll a one through six, I am still dis- I am dis- disintegrated. Seven to 10, the closest living creature to the target takes 71 damage against a DC 16 deck save. 10 to 25, nothing happens. 26 to 30, my target takes 77 damage. So you're rolling a 1d20 plus 19? Yes. And you have the advantages from our listeners. No modifiers or advantage can be used. Oh, shit. This is the reckoning. This is fate. Holds its hands. So you're either going to kill yourself, it, or Zalduin. Well, Um, I think Treasure Boy. Treasure Boy is not a living creature. I can't roll a 7 or a 10. I have 19 added onto it. So I, I am incapable of rolling. Okay, so unless as long as you don't roll a one, no one's yeah, going to get hurt one, except maybe the bad yeah, guy. Yeah, if I roll a one, I die. Mm-hmm. Okay, a 17, which okay. puts it over. Nobody instant dead. So that's 19. That's over 26. Yeah. So I hit him. The reckoning fires and smashes into his back for 77 damage. The... Deck save DC seems wrong. What is the actual? What is your actual save? Oh, that would be a twenty-one now. He fails anyways. Uh, okay, yeah, takes a ton of damage. A huge chunk flies off of him. And then Whew. he cocks back the hammer. Do it again. Fire. Do it again. <laughs> Do it again. I'm. I mean, I can't. Don't not. be a baby, Tevian. I'm fucking Tevian. So I get to roll a d6 to add to it. Wait, you are doing it again? Plus two. TJ? And Tevian's gonna fire the reckoning. Oh my god. I was joking. Eight. Oh my god. That's a ten. The closest living creature to your target takes 71 damage. It's Zaldwin. No, it's Nivitz. No, closest closest living living creature creature to your target. Oh, it is Zaldwin. It's fucking Zaldwin. Uh, well, well, Zaldwin had two HP, so Zaldwin's no, down. No, no, it's a deck save, DC twenty one, and you take no damage on successful deck saves. That's true. DC twenty one, come on. 
25. Oh, oh baby. Oh, oh my round, god. Uh, it's a good thing you're next to it. I was like, who is he shooting at? Who's oh, he shooting god. at? That oh, I'm next, the closest thing. Oh, oh my god. Zeldwin watches this fucking bullet fly between the legs of the monster in front of him and like go right over hit the part of his hair. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I oh. hate me. You guys are gonna hate me so much. Are you gonna I keep doing it? I have Don't you dare. Search. Don't. <laughs> Just shoot it! Shoot it! You're gonna die! 3 8 lucky! 3 8, three, eight, eight lucky! Don't do it. Don't Three do eight lucky. Tevin we need Cox a, back we need the hammer again. What it sounds like. Tevin so Cox right. back the hammer. There's only a ten percent chance he dies. Death in his eyes. He's gonna fire again. That's an eleven. Fifteen. Fifteen. Which is nothing. Uh, ten to twenty-five. Nothing happens. His shot fizzles. Fires again. Oh my god. You are. I hate you right 17. now. 17. This is... 20. It's nothing happens. I have one shot. 20, nothing left. happens. This is also... This isn't just the third... This is also the third time you've done this. So your luck is... Yeah. Doomed no matter which way you spin it. Um... Actually, it's the last shot. I know I can't. Oh, I already... I gotta do it. I gotta do it. It's another 17. 20. Plus three. It's a 20. Nothing happens. The hammer Oliver's clicks. the crit machine. Not Tyrell. The hammer. Not Tevian. Not Tevian. The hammer clicks. <sighs> and as the executioner runs dry, not a round left in it, he puts his hand down and prepares to die because the God Slayer is t- demanded to come fight him. <laughs> so that's the end of his turn. <sighs> it is immune to charm effects, so I don't know as I would count the compelled duel. Yeah, compelled by your divine demand for the duration, it has disadvantage on attack rolls against creatures other than you. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know how you want to I think I that. would count that as a charm effect and say it's not affected by that. Okay. Unless you want me to. I mean, that was the intent. Is that, if that's how you want to play it, then yeah. it's The intent was to pull him to me instead of Zaldwin. Yeah, I mean, it, it, from a roleplay perspective, if you are offering yeah. yourself up for judgment... Yeah, I mean, I okay. am. Tevian is. I just fucking spammed through the reckoning. <laughs> is Tevian yeah. sacrificing himself at this point? Yeah. Would that 100%. fulfill the well, sacrifice? Yeah, I'm not gonna let Zaldwin die. This is... If you're serious, point. yeah. The, the God Slayer turns around, um, approaches you. Are you prepared to be judged? I was born ready to be judged. It holds its hand out over you. Um, the runes begin to dance around you. It pulls back and it says... Heresy is your sin. Do you accept? Tevian, no. That I do. He just looks at Zaldo and winks at him. The God Slayer swings down its glaive, parting your soul from your body. It grabs the spectral form of Tevian and begins to weave a runic circle, which it casts Tevian into, ironically, right back where you found him, into heresy on exile. It turns back to you and says, My contract has been fulfilled. Unless you desire further violence, we can part ways here. Zaldwin falls to his knees uh, and begins to sniffle, trying to choke back feelings of regret and helplessness 
and absolutely worthless violence. Uh, unless anyone stops it, it pulls these spectral chains back out of the air, yanks the demons back to its side, and then would depart the Lathander forever. Whatever brought them here, whatever deal they made, whatever was binding them has been broken. I'm assuming Oliver lets them go. Yeah, Oliver's armor retracts back into his arms, and he kind of just falls down to one knee, like in shock at what Tevian just did. The God Slayer lives, as does Tevian. Goy's literally just asking in a loud voice what's going on, because he cannot see or anything at this moment. He does not know what just happened. Can't see or hear, really. <sighs> Gray has got no spells for you. So uh, let's let's go ahead and resolve the rest of this that has happened. So you've taken a commander okay. off of the field. Um, I'm going to take them down. The dragon, I mean, you guys have kind of trivialized the invasion with the amount of ancient crystal dragons you have, but I'm still going to go ahead and play it out. The commander takes out one grung force, and that takes them down to three. And then uh, everyone give me a 1d6, because Evendal takes everyone? out one also. Okay. that. Yeah, because we have four clone armies. Right on. Everyone? Okay. Everyone, yeah. One, five, four, and five. Great. Okay, so you guys have three victories and one loss, and Evendal took out one. Uh, so the commander still stands in the small craft bay. Uh, as you've seen, these commanders are no joke, uh, but neither is Evendal. Uh, dragon reinforcements have arrived, so small craft is going well. Okay. Um, good, good, good. good. The dragons that are heading towards the private bay have run into a commander, and they have taken one out, bringing their free wins down to three. Uh, I need four more 1d6s for the auto bay. One, six, four, four. Wow. Okay, so you lost only one grung force. The auto bay is still held. Uh, and then um, someone beat, someone roll a 1d20. And beat my eight for oof. Uh, Silverface loses. Silverface loses one of their points. Uh, the commander in the I'm auto sorry. bay is is holding strong, but other than I that, they've been anymore. completely taken. The cloning facility, ooh, big oof, spits out six additional units of closers. Uh, they're holding true in the auto bay, but. Uh, quite a few reinforcements have arrived. Does Dern contribute to that at all? Yeah, actually, I'm going to give you advantage, Nivets. Try to beat my eight again. <sighs> oh, hell yeah. So one more D20. Bullshit! Oh my god, Nivets! I'm done! Come uh, on! Come uh, on! God damn you. What so Silverface, Silverface still loses his free victory, and reinforcements Fuck. arrive in the auto bay. Um, you you said Evendal is staying to fight. They're now reinforced. So it's basically a whole army against this one commander. You've defeated your commander. Next episode, we're going to figure out what's happening, what the next step in combat is going to be. I, I don't know. For Tevian coming back and being pulled out of exile and then getting his deal taken back with the uh, book... And then going straight back to heresy on exile. I don't know. I, I kind of love it. In its own way, it's kind of beautiful. Um, and I don't think Tyrell would have played it any different, given him 
infinite chances, I think he would have done the same goddamn thing. <laughs> Uh, I don't see it happening any different. I hit. just I hit with it. I hit with it at least once. You almost hit Zaldwin. (laughs) That's what Tevian is saying in exile right now to the demons. I hit with it. Tyrell, roll roll a hit on Oliver. Just for posterity, I'm going to see if you can get a crit out of Oliver. Because that's the most D20s I've seen you ever roll without a crit. I just want to see it. That would be a crit another on Oliver. Another 17. I mean, it would be a crit on Oliver, but it's another 17. That's true. I rolled three 17s in a row. The battle rages on. The crew is looking good, other than being down Tevian. Uh, the, the ancient crystal dragons are a huge turn in the fight. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. We're going to continue, you know, going through the battle for the Lathander. I hope you guys are having fun doing a little bit more macro, like wargaming type stuff. I hope it's enjoyable. Uh, we'll figure out how all this ends uh, next week, maybe. Maybe the week after that, we'll see. Um, uh, if you could go to actualplaypods.com, you can check out our links. You can go to our Discord, hop on, hang out. We can talk strategy. Uh, you can yell at Tevian for getting banished again. Whatever you want to do, you can also go to our Patreon and support the show. Uh, for as little as $2, you can support us in making all of this content. Uh, and you get some stuff from us and from the other shows on the network, Powered Fail and Sanity Damage. It's all it's all there on the Patreon. And you can find a link to the Patreon at actualplaypods.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'll see you next week for episode 107 of The Homebrew. Great, now we gotta go back to exile and get Tevian again. <laughs> thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the cat burger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock column formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot. Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights.
Special thanks to Ariar, the Warforged monk, who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. You might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grundle's frying pan. We can't forget about Den the Friend, the governor of flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers. Experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Can't forget about Zero, the time-traveling druid. Wait, who? Three cheers for Cerberus Rising, an improbable pirate pulling off improbable heists, when they're not being a danger to everyone. And we can't forget about Finn M, the Ace of Spades. I wonder what other cards he got up his sleeve. Hmm, we better watch out for this fella, Chris Madison. He's the Vape King. He'll smoke ya. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash thehomebrew, and we'll see you next week.